0: talk live. Welcome to the program here. As always, the phones are open. If you want to join us, 603-283-6160 is the number. That's 603-283-6160. And joining you in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. And Arya, And as we... And nobody. Yes, he made it to the mic just in time. Nobody is here. I wasn't even paying close enough attention. Uh... So we're back. Uh, Lots to talk about here tonight, including the new propaganda ministers at TikTok. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, late last week, Thursday afternoon, 30 top TikTok stars... Gathered on a Zoom call. To res- what
1: what is a TikTok star? Because I've never used TikTok, but I know a few people who do. And it's a-, a
2: guy who's made seven or more dollars from TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems to
1: be my impression of it. Like this person, he considers, they consider themselves to be TikTok famous, and they've got like a thousand followers. But I just understand it. You almost get a thousand followers like by accident. Just by creating, creating an account and uploading something.
0: Because
1: hmm. it's got millions of people and apparently it's, it's not like YouTube where you only subscribe to people you actually want to see. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's
0: people just follow each other at random. I did try the app, I don't know, a couple years ago, I think, just because, you know, I'd heard about it or whatever, and it's the new thing. It's where all the young people are going, so we should be there, right? Like, Free Talk Live should be there. Actually, Bonnie opened up a Free Talk Live TikTok account recently, nice. as a matter of fact. I've been told Is I should doing be on she little
2: TikTok dances? She probably should. That would
0: be adorable. <laughs> Uh, but there's all kinds of content on there. There was this truck driver that I found that just ta- just tells jokes every day, and yeah. you know that was pretty funny. Uh, but you know, a lot of it's pretty vapid, I um, mean, stupid stuff. When I visited my nephew,
1: uh, he w- was watching TikTok on his television. It was something about dung beetles. It was it was like an Animal Channel hmm. special, but it was like a three minute video, and then it jumped to something
2: completely different. So. Welcome There's, to Short Attention Span Theater.
0: Yeah, it is a <laughs> lot like that. Do you remember there was that one website where they had six-second long videos years ago? I don't remember what it was uh, called. Vines. Vines, that's right. Yeah, so that was total like short attention span stuff. And this is longer. I guess you can do And some longer.
2: of them were funny.
0: Sure. Yeah, they were. Uh, and some of these are, are very, very funny. Some of them are very creative. Some of them, like I said, are completely vapid and useless and stupid and just ridiculous. You want to shoot yourself and you wish you could have your 10 That's seconds That's like most back. content, though. Yeah. I mean. yeah. Um, but, you know, it's very popular platform. It's the number one platform, I believe, on the planet right now, if I recall correctly. I think they, I think it crossed Google it uh, a couple months ago. It does seem kind of silly
1: hearing that, that, you know, we're not on there. How hard can it be to like stream or throw our videos on there though?
0: Honestly, I, I don't know how hard that is. Would not, I, I, there's no way they offer streaming, especially not for so. a three-hour video, No. We just don't have the format for the ADD generation, really. <laughs> we're, we're a three-hour-long news talk show.
2: Well, we could get Bonnie to throw nobody quotes up there. Those are generally pretty brief.
0: Well, I think that's what she's trying to do, is she's trying to take clips of the show, and I'd, I'd, I probably shouldn't have even said it, because I don't know if it's something she really wants to focus on, or if it was just something she was, you know, just testing sure. out to see how how it worked so whether that goes anywhere or not now you know that it's there maybe you could follow the channel if you're on the platform and maybe if people follow it it'll encourage her to do more <laughs> stuff with it i don't know but i think in order to be a top tiktok star you would have to probably have you know a million or so or more followers i mean these are the top uh the 30 top tiktok or maybe the the 30 top but 30 of the top tiktok stars were on a zoom top call.
1: american I, uh, presumably, I can't, yeah. I can yeah. imagine Biden's reaching out to like the Bangladeshi youth and be like, "Hey, yeah, we need you to help us
0: out here." So he, uh, they had a, a Zoom call to receive key information, which means propaganda uh, about the war in Ukraine. National Security Council staffers and White House. Oh, they did a bloody great south park
2: on that where the president was trying to get advice on the ukraine from
0: tiktokers
2: south it park already did it south park <laughs> already did it they reality is just copying them. wow
0: <laughs> so the press secretary jen saki briefed the influencers about the united states strategic goals in the region and answered questions on distributing aid to ukrainians working with nato and how the united states would react to a russian use of nuclear weapons as the crisis in Ukraine. I really
1: wish that people would stop peddling that fear. The, the, the Russia, nuke fear? Yeah, Russia's going to use nukes, or they're going to use biological weapons, or it's not possible? Anything is possible. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's, it's likely. likely and I don't think it's worth thinking about. I mean, if they're going to use nuclear weapons, then
0: all bets are off and we have days left in which to live on this earth. But they want you to believe that about him, and that's why they're trotting it out. They want to There's position- only one government in human history to ever drop nuclear weapons on someone else. And
1: that's the United States. Yeah. So they have no credibility with me. When they start talking about, they're going to yeah. use nukes. Okay, you're the only people who ever
0: have. They want Putin to be the new Hitler, and that is why they're doing that. They want him to seem as bad as he possibly can, and no doubt, he's bad. Yeah, but, but isn't so he is going Zelensky. After It would have been
2: easier to start off with the uh, Ukrainian guy, since he's, his military actually has neo-Nazi oh, yeah. battalion.
0: Well, the, US me, uh, the U.S. media isn't talking about that, however. Um, no, of course well, not,
2: except for us.
0: And your question was, isn't that isn't that what Putin's doing? Is going after Nazis? Oh, that's what he says he's doing. He yeah, says and he's... I don't
1: believe that any more than I believe the American government. Yeah. But I which is to say, there is some truth to it, but there's also a lot of lies to it.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, as the crisis in Ukraine has escalated, millions have turned to TikTok for information on what's <sighs> happening there in real time. And part of the reason for
2: that, I think, is TikTok has not been as heavily cut off because I think it's a Chinese property. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, you know, they're basically turning to TikTok because everything else has been taken away.
0: TikTok videos offered some of the first glimpses of the Russian invasion. And since then, the platform has been a primary outlet for spreading news to the masses abroad, Ukrainian citizens hiding in bomb shelters or fleeing their homes have shared their stories to the platform. While wow, dangerous misinformation, by the way, this story from MSN.com and Russian propaganda have also MSN.
2: Oh, speaking of dangerous yeah. misinformation.
0: And TikTok stars. MSN is run,
2: of course, by uh, Bill Gates, mm-hmm. the king of misinformation. Right. The guy who says, sadly... The new strain of COVID is act, uh, works better than his vaccines.
0: <laughs> as far as immunity is concerned. Uh,
2: his, yeah. uh, immunity and okay. getting people to take it because people, people don't seem to be resisting it the same way they're resisting the vaccines.
0: And TikTok stars. They, they
2: trust uh, the pandemic more than they trust Bill Gates, which is probably sensible.
0: Many with millions of followers have increasingly sought to make sense of the crisis for their audiences. It, look, it's very easy to make sense of this. There's evil on both sides
1: competing with one another to see who is the least evil or to convince you that they're the least evil Mm -hmm. while being the most evil. That's all you need to know about Ukraine and
2: Russia. You could say the prime evil.
0: And the U.S. government gang should stay the hell out of it. Stop sending weapons. Stop sending troops. Uh, Stop sanctioning. Well,
2: I, I I think they should be perfectly willing to sell weapons to whoever wants to buy them. Um But, you know, they shouldn't be giving them away.
0: The uh, White House has been watching TikToks rise as a dominant news source, leading to its decision to approach a select Well, When you've
2: got a senile president, you don't want long, uh, you know, you want very, very short, concise briefings. So that would probably be a good way to brief Biden.
0: The, uh, this week, the administration began working with Gen Z for Change, a nonprofit advocacy group, to help identify top content creators on the platform to orchestrate a briefing aimed at answering questions about the conflict and the U.S.'s role in it. Okay, oh, if good.
1: you need an organization to show you the top creators on a the platform, then that platform sucks at doing its job. Like, if I go to TikTok.com, its top creators should to be the should be the <laughs> ones suggested. I shouldn't have to consult a yeah. third party. Be like, hey, can you click this link for me and organize these by? <laughs> number of subscribers or whatever.
0: It just goes to show how absolutely incompetent the government people are. Well, he did right? put no malarkey on the side of his bus, right? Did he really? He did. Oh, wow. Well. Uh, so maybe you've come across some of these TikTok videos. I actually saw one of them today, and it was, it was pretty cringy, right? Like... This like propaganda? Yeah, this this hot brunette girl who you would expect to be doing the TikTok dances like nobody was talking about, just spouting off about gas prices based on what she learned from the White House on their uh, conference call. The number 603-283-6160. You can join the show. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and the phones are open here. If you want to join the show, you can do that. The number is 603-283-6160. The TikTokers are back at it with White House propaganda. This isn't the first time we've shared a story like this. If you recall, I think it was last year. Yeah, last year there was uh, the exact same story except with COVID. So they started to actually sponsor Last year, they were. I don't, it doesn't mention that they're actually paying them this time around. Uh, but last time around, they did sponsor TikTokers with, uh, government propaganda to go out and, you know, encourage people, encourage their viewers to get vaccinated. I didn't remember them sponsoring them. I I
1: remember the, you know, Dr. Fauci will appear in your
0: TikTok video or whatever. Yeah, they offered that too.
1: Mm -hmm. And and I assume that was, you know, it's, if you're an up-and-coming TikTok star, I mean, that would be uh, it would be great for Free Talk Live to get Dr. Fauci to come onto the show, right? I would love to interview
0: Dr. I, Fauci. Yeah, it'd be
1: great. We'd tear him up. Yeah, we would. And, you know, people would expect that from us, the kind of people who would care about him being on our show.
0: Which is, of course, why that would never happen. No, it would be a
1: huge gift to any growing TikTok star to have Dr. Fauci or Biden or... Kamala Harris or whoever. In, yeah, in but their you video. only get
0: those people if you're willing to fillet them on the air. Yeah, but of course they are. They
1: Look look at that girl you just put up. You She'll fillet anyone if they'll give her that. attention.
0: Yes, yeah, so this girl here, uh, Ellie Zeiler, I don't know if she's related to Steven Zeiler, but it's spelled the same way here. Uh, <laughs> Ellie Zeiler, you know, pretty young lady here. We were trying to figure out what exactly she's known for. She's got Being 10 pretty. That's pretty yeah. much it from what we can tell you. Uh, <laughs> she's got 10.5 million followers on TikTok. And but what I
1: don't understand is why is that enough? Like I get it if, if she's on OnlyFans, why being pretty and you know, her clothing choices would be enough to make her popular you but mean on TikTok. If she was I'd, naked on yeah, OnlyFans? But I don't get the appeal of just naked watching nice. someone pretty talk.
0: I don't know either, and maybe she does dance at some point here. I don't see them because you, know, you can actually go on TikTok on the web without actually having to have an account and you know nice. log into anything. You can just watch uh, whatever it is they've got going on here. Uh, but uh, yeah, so she's Why, she she's should modeling. be ashamed
1: of herself. This is how we got the Kardashians, and we we have enough of these types of people already. They're literally. Did she are... do a sex video?
2: She did. Yeah, I think so.
1: One of them Uh-oh. did at least. Jamie yeah, so, so, Kim
2: Kardashian did. I mean, did she? Uh, probably. Oh, probably.
0: I mean, <laughs> she, yeah. If she just, hasn't yet, it's coming in her career. Yeah. So I mean, the, coming. Yeah, you guys are absolutely right. There's a ton of these girls, and they're just they're they make a name for themselves because they're pretty, and they they post regularly. I guess that's it, right? Like she she posts from her bedroom and outside, <laughs> and she's wearing things or not wearing much or you know whatever it is. But here's Being what pretty
2: she, m- must matter because the sex tape didn't work for me laughter
0: <laughs> Let's go to the video here. This is uh, 52 seconds of Ms. Zyler answering the question of why is gas so expensive? I only happen to find this today because... I can't it, wait to hear what this yeah,
1: idiot has to say.
0: It came up on uh, my Twitter feed under Libs of TikTok. So Libs of TikTok copied this and they put it up on their, uh, their Twitter. Why is gas so
3: expensive and why is the United States inflation rate at a four-time decade high? Does she know what I any have of that operation- means?
0: she i believe is reading a script i i, I would w- be willing to bet yes,
3: yes. to ask the white house why gas down the street is seven dollars and here's what they said the obvious reason we're getting out of it she's she in
0: california oh god i'm just guessing poor thing because i'm pretty sure that's the only place in the united states where gas is up to seven dollars is mm. california
3: your pandemic when use goes up price goes up But the call is predominantly about Ukraine and Russia, so... There
0: you go, it's all demand. Uh, Well, she's going to get into another claim here, but uh, demand's up, price goes up, right? Mm.
2: Well, especially Mm. if you suppress supply Mm. by not letting Americans drill. Indeed.
3: How does that relate? Russia is one of the top three producers of oil, and it is actually their number one revenue source. Yeah, but that's not important.
1: What's important is how much of our oil is actually from From Russia, Russia, and that's only like 8%
3: with Putin starting this horrific fight between Ukraine and Russia, nobody wants to work with him and do an international trade. So, with people being scared of war and limited resources, prices are bound to go up as well. For the people who can't pay $7 for a gallon of gas, there's an app called Gas Buddy that shows you the cheapest gas near you.
2: <laughs> Which always returns results outside of California, I must assume. <laughs> right
0: cuz how far are you willing to drive to get 5 cents per gallon off of your $7 per gallon gas?
2: Well, if it's $7 in California and it's $5 in uh Nevada, um it might make sense to drive over to Nevada. Depends on where you're at in California you are.
0: Yeah, probably wouldn't if your time's worth something. <laughs> History um too.
2: well yeah it depends yeah. on how close you are to to
0: nevada yeah most of these people in california are not close to nevada mm-hmm. they're in this population centers which are you know on the coast
2: but back in the day um i assume it's still true delaware had no sales tax and, on gas uh they had no sales tax on anything Oh, okay and well, so that doesn't
0: mean there's no gas tax
2: it it does not mean yeah. there's no gas tax. But uh, I remember driving from uh, New Jersey to uh, to Delaware to buy a computer mm-hmm. because it was it actually made sense. Well, that and I was stuck in New Jersey. And who wants to be in New Jersey?
3: As well as a link in my bio to donate to the misplaced refugees of Ukraine.
2: All right, there They're misplaced or displaced?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the lost refugees of
3: Ukraine. Where'd they go? How'd, we, how'd they get there?
0: Uh, so there she is. Uh, that's one of the various different TikTokers they approached. But you didn't have to have 10.5 million to get on the White House's list. According- so she made, how, many vid- how many views does that have? Oh, I don't know. See, that was actually, I think, copied by libs of TikTok. And their version has 414,000 views. Uh, 414,000
1: views. uh, Her version. It's just this girl spewing government propaganda.
0: Her actual version of it has 363,000. So the uh, libs of TikTok version actually has more views uh, than hers does. But. Yeah, so, uh, but you didn't have to have 10.5 million followers. According to MSN.com, invitations to this event, this propaganda event, where they had 30 TikTokers on this Zoom call, included Khalil Green, who is 21 years old, a creator with more than 534,000 followers. So, a just cool half a million will get you in to the White House Zoom session.
2: Do they have to be cool?
0: said he wasn't surprised when an invitation arrived in his email box. He said, quote, people in my generation get all our information from TikTok, he said. It's the first place we're searching up new topics and learning about things. So he figured it made sense the Biden administration would engage people like him on the platform. The briefing was led by Matt Miller, special advisor for communications. If they know
1: that the mainstream media can't be trusted, so they go to TikTok, they go to ordinary people, Mm -hmm. why in the world would they be remotely inclined to trust what the Biden administration has to say?
0: Mm, They're gullible and young?
1: They're just becoming the new MSNBCs. They're not doing yeah. anything new or original. They're just, they're just modern talking heads to spew propaganda on yeah. behalf of the government.
0: They're getting talking points directly from the state and delivering them to their viewers. It's exactly but what they're, they're doing. they're young
2: and they're pretty and they haven't yet whored out all of their credibility. Oh, but they're working on it. They are working on it.
0: The number, 603-283-6160. You can join the program here. Your thoughts on TikTok. Is it really true? Is that where this guy says, the 21-year-old says, that's where Gen Z goes to get, quote unquote, all their information? Well, he Uh, is a TikTok creator. True. Uh, What is the truth? You can share your thoughts with us here. This is Free Talk Live. Do you
2: feel like your country no longer holds your values?
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want here. The number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're talking about the TikTok so-called influencers, who in some cases have millions of followers. And I wanna be clear, I don't want I you know
1: we're not hating on this girl because you know she's successful. We're hating on her because she's exploiting, well, I'm hating on her because she's exploiting cis girl privilege in order to gain millions of followers while living in this. Her parents, as you pointed out, are clearly not hurting in this economy. I mean, she, No, she looks of, like
0: she lives in a mansion.
1: Yeah. And she's exploiting all of that in order to manipulate people into accepting the government's line on propaganda, just becoming successful. And then spewing propaganda directly at these people who have come to trust her.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't use the word hate. I don't hate these these young people. Basically, well, when I say hate, I mean hating a goat.
1: I mean, throwing shade at her. Right? (laughs) They're just,
0: they're just, they fell for it. Right? Like so many young people have fallen for government propaganda. Many of these uh, people are probably barely even out of high school. Uh, If she's in college, she's still in college. Yeah. And so they're being indoctrinated by the state day in and day out. And the reality is when you when you're a young person, you generally don't have any interest whatsoever in politics, right? I mean, if you think back to when when you were younger, when you were this age, if you had interest, you were unusual. If you were following world events or political things or whatever, if you had any opinion about that that was outside of the mainstream, you were an, an outlier. I mean, we're still outliers today. I don't today. know how
1: true that is for our particular generation, though, right? Because 9-11 happened we were in like middle school, and that defined- to Speak uh, for
2: yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't in middle school.
0: <laughs> okay, well, middle to high school, right? And I was the, out on my own when 9-11 happened. Yeah, Are you I that was, much older than me. I was living in Florida, working as a computer programmer. <laughs> yeah, I was working at a radio station at, at the time. I remember when I when I woke up, uh, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Well,
1: for millennials, <laughs> it wasn't unusual because while we were going up, this great catastrophic thing happened that came to define you know the next five
0: to six years of our lives. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe you're right about that, but it's I mean historically, there's always been a push. For instance, like MTV with Rock the Vote you know they've always tried yeah. to get young people to go out and take uh, take part in the political system and have had very little results i mean for all the talk for all the money that has been spent on trying to motivate young people to get involved in the world around them besides like pop culture or whatever to get involved in you know voting or whatever it's very very um you know, it doesn't really work very well there has not been much success so even though people everywhere knew you may knew, be
1: correct like a few weeks after 911 happened i think the vast majority of us were ready for things to just sort of we we were ready for prior television back at that point
0: yeah i mean everyone knew about 911 in the same way that everyone in the 1980s knew when the challenger explosion happened i mean i remember yeah. being at school and they put the TVs on and it was a big deal Uh, When those sorts of world events happen. But that doesn't mean that those people who witnessed those things all of a sudden gave a damn about politics or anything like that. And I'm not saying you should give a damn about politics. Politics sucks. It's full of a bunch of untrustworthy, uh, untrustworthy scumbags. But the point I'm trying to make is I feel pity... More, I don't feel hatred for her. I feel pity for her and the other ones, the other 29 people that they talk to, because they're just dupes. They've been indoctrinated by the government for their entire lives. And so they believe it. They, believe, they haven't figured out yet. That the state is a scam, or that it's dishonest, or that it's you know full of murderers, and that all the things that we know to be right. true about the state, they are completely ignorant to that. They are just looking for an answer about, well, my uh, viewers want to know about the gas prices. What, tell me what to say, Joe Biden. And that's literally what we're talking about here. People who I know are, and when I say you know hate on them, I
1: just mean throw shade yeah. at them, you know, insult them. I don't mean. Yeah, you know, there, there's nothing they're doing that motivates me enough to to hate them. That yeah. that's way too much energy for me.
0: I mean, good for them. It the fact that you can actually make a living being a pretty girl on the internet. I'm not going to take it away from them. Same that's thing has always
1: been possible,
0: though. Yeah, but it's easier now than it's ever been. I think, they, they and can, you can keep your clothes on. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what that's I was going yeah. to add. Uh that's a great point. And that's a big, that is a game changer. Also same thing for the guys and the gals that make money playing video games online. I mean, uh, good for them. That's what well, See, that that's was... at least a skill that I can, <laughs> that I can appreciate, right? Well, she dances. <laughs> I mean, some people are better at dancing than others, right? <laughs> Uh but it is not but an But I mean nobody, skill. nobody's watching
1: the average video game guy, right? They they're not watching the guy who gets, you know, a 5 7 12 kill death assist ratio. They're watching the guy who's got 15 kills and is. one death. Are or they, no deaths.
0: Or are they are they watching the guy that's really good or are they watching the guy that's really funny?
1: It's uh, more often than I than I would expect it's both.
0: Yeah. yeah I don't, I think if you are really good but you can't hold an audience, you've got to be able to, like connect with the audience I and mean, look that... at the
1: StarCraft championships. It's got all the like, all these Korean nerds you know, just hyper focused on this video game. I'm not being remotely
0: entertaining. Mm. Oh really? And tens of thousands of people are watching it. Oh, so they aren't watching for any you know entertainment factor besides at the least game not in itself. the case of Star Starcraft. I see. So yeah, I guess but it does Starcraft
1: depend. is a weird strategy game that only appeals to certain types of people in the first right. place. So we're not talking Mario or something like mm-hmm. that.
2: Starcraft is actually the last video game I played regularly. Wow, long time <laughs> ago. It's I'm old. They remastered it
0: recently. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah, they do that with a lot of games where they just repackage it. But they screwed something. up the Warcraft Three Linux 3?
2: version yet. <laughs> Probably Probably not. (laughs) That's why I stopped playing is they didn't have a a Linux version and I wasn't going to maintain a Windows box and I don't trust wine.
0: All right. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, After the call, several several influencers said they felt more empowered to debunk misinformation and communicate effectively about the crisis. Well, that's the well, thing. Well, now they've gotten some misinformation
2: directly from the source. Yeah, they so. don't
0: realize they are not debunking misinformation. They are propagating misinformation. They are the yeah, new The inflation propaganda. existed
2: long before
1: yeah. this year started. Yeah. Uh, we, you can literally go on the internet and find us talking about the inflation as it happened last year.
2: And if any such TikTokers are listening, you need to go read 1984. Mm and when they talk about the ministry of truth that's you that's you
0: yep that's really true the number here if you want to join us 603-283-6160 oh there is more uh to this story that's 603-283-6160 they actually go into the fact that they they did hire tiktok stars last year uh, they don't mention that they hired them but that's absolutely what happened it says the administration worked with dozens of t- no no y'all paid them they got paid. They were paid propagandists for the uh, the Ministry of Truth, and uh, that that is absolutely what happened. So, uh, Aaron Parnas recently emerged as a powerful TikTok influencer by providing nonstop news updates about Ukraine on the night of the invasion. He hosted TikTok live streams discussing the events to over eight hundred thousand viewers. Since then, each so TikTok day, does do live streams, I guess so. That's something we should look into. Since then, each day he's posted videos breaking down news about the war every 45 minutes. He said that his news was not partisan. He was getting information directly from reputable sources in the country, such as his family members there, local Ukrainian journalists, and Ukrainian television. That is by definition partisan. (laughs) If all you are getting is the Ukrainian uh, side of the story, you are partisan. And, you know, it's fine. Just Make sure it's clear what you're doing. I don't care. It doesn't bother me if somebody is partisan. I don't care if Fox News leans right and MSN leans left or CNN is hard left or whatever. As long as you know what you're getting into. And the real problem with the, that we've seen so far with the uh, the various different sides is that the, the Russian side has been cracked down on, and it's now harder to find than ever. YouTube recently took down RT completely. Did they? That's what they said in uh, their announcement here in their YouTube Insider Twitter feed. They said, quote, our community guidelines prohibit content denying, minimizing or trivializing well-documented violent events. We are now removing content about Russia's invasion in Ukraine that violates this policy. Today, we began blocking RT and Sputnik's YouTube channels across Europe, but not just Europe. They're going to do it everywhere. Apparently, there's more coming up here. Uh, the so number... in addition
1: to not knowing which one of these lunatics to believe, we can't even hear what one of the lunatics has to say.
0: Indeed, uh, and that does make you should make you go six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty.
1: 6160
0: It's free talk. Show here the number 603-283-6160. And you can take control of the airwaves. 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. Area
4: and nobody.
0: We're talking about the new propagandists out there, uh, the TikTok stars, people with millions of followers, hundreds of millions, I guess in some cases. But uh, this one girl that we were looking at, Ellie Zeiler, she's an 18-year-old with 10.5 million followers. She is relaying propaganda directly from the White House, uh, along with dozens of other TikTokers that were approached last week. Which
1: is a bit worse than just being your average front-of-the-mill media whore, right? Because now
0: she's she's an idiotic one on top of that. Well I mean there's plenty of dummies in the in the mainstream media, sure so um and anyway the story here from m s n wraps up with a quote from her she said she hopes to remain in communication with the White House and continue to press officials there about key issues. Oh, can you imagine her asking tough questions? Can you imagine
1: she... wanting to have contact with the white House
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh she sees I would...
1: luckily
2: she's too old for uh Biden to be interested. <laughs> I would leave the White House
1: on red harder than I ever left anyone on red. which on red, it means you on hold. You read their notification, their message, and I you see. didn't respond to it.
0: She sees herself as a voice. I would Rick for- and Morty the White House. She sees herself as a voice for young people and the growing contingent of news consumers getting information primarily through social media platforms. Quote, I'm here to relay the information in a more digestible manner to my followers. I would consider myself a White House correspondent for Gen Z, (laughs) she says. Wow. So in the old days, it used to be that the journalism would ask tough questions. That's what you used to do when you were a correspondent you would you would be corresponding not to relay information from the white house you would be asking difficult questions of the bureaucrats and the press spokespersons or whatever that are there at the white house putting them in a difficult position asking them the questions that no one else has asked yet trying to break some news get some sort of an unusual answer so you can be the first to the market with the video clip of that person saying whatever it was that they said. That's what it used to be like. But now, no, now it's just, I'm here to relay information. That's her job. She is absolutely admitting that she sees herself as a White House mouthpiece, and that is it.
1: Which is why it's important for people who want to be journalists to actually attend some sort of journalist training, right? Mm -hmm. And not, not just... Become a propaganda mouthpiece. Or so if they're going to become a propaganda mouthpiece, because that's what we are.
2: Right. At least do it knowingly. Well, I mean, it, in her defense, she does admit that she's just a propaganda. She does. You know, she...
0: Uh, We're not mouthpieces for anyone else. We are Propaganda. But we're right. not a mouthpiece. There's no one telling us what to say. Did I say mouthpiece? You did. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're not being told what to say. We can all have different opinions on this show. There's no prohibition on that. We are not all on a like mind on every issue. We do love liberty, and that is the propaganda viewpoint in the same way, again, that you know, there's propaganda on MSNBC and, and Fox. But what's interesting here is that Fox News, MSNBC, these cable channels, they have a fraction of of this audience and that's the new world that we're in here is a tiktok a girl an 18 year old girl on tiktok who's pretty has managed to amass multiple times the number of followers now how many of the followers actually watch every video that she puts out and how often she's got 10.5 million followers so what percentage is there once a week to actually view her we don't know but even if it's well, what
2: percentage is there to see CNN every every week? Right. I mean, uh, they pretty much lost their audience along with their credibility.
0: Well, and plus, their audience has been dying off. I mean, it's an old uh, method of delivering information—the sort of linear fashion of tune in at six for the you know for the news or whatever. Mm. Now, news is on demand; anytime you want it, it's there on the internet, and so. Interesting little statistic that I
2: got from The Hill is that apparently there was a poll done that showed that th- more uh, Democrats are watching Tucker Carlson than are watching CNN. Wow!
0: Yeah, that who is Tucker? That Carlson? surprised me. He's a talk show host on Fox on Fox. News. Okay. Yeah. Now is that because they love to watch someone they hate? I, they
2: they didn't get that
0: deep into it. They always said uh, that that was why Howard Stern was so popular, because a lot of people that listened to him hated Howard Stern, but they still loved to listen to the person that they hate. Well,
1: we have plenty so, of listeners who are like that. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, so that's the story. Uh, there's the, Your latest propagandists are there on TikTok. Now, this whole war... Which, of course, isn't officially a war. This whole conflict. It may not even, there may not even be
1: a conflict for all we know. I mean, we're just going off of what the media has said. And what we can't Russian, believe a word of it. Yeah, and I hate even saying that because, you know, the, the prevailing belief is that there is some sort of conflict happening between Russia and Ukraine in the territory of
0: Ukraine. But I'm going to buy that something is happening there. Just I don't know what the hell it is. I mean, the fact that Putin says he's rolling in tanks and that other people are saying that things are happening. I mean, it's probably true that bombs are going off. I have to Um, accept it on faith, but it is just accepting it on faith. But we don't know who's launching the bombs. It could be the Ukrainians bombing their own people to make Putin look bad. We have no idea what's really happening. And anyone that purports to, uh, again, is likely a propagandist. But the point I wanted to make was... Wouldn't that be a great... Cheap way to wage a war, though, convince a country to
2: bomb itself to make you look bad and just sit back. (laughs) I mean, because you're going to look bad either way. But if they're Mm -hmm. paying for the bombs, that saves you a lot of money. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, uh, this whole thing has been like a propaganda war, though. A lot of this yes. is being fought on social media. I mean, I just From saw... Front page
1: of the Drudge Report today is Zelensky posing in a selfie with some pre- presumably injured soldier. But what's yep. fascinating about it is that it's not Zelensky's picture. It's someone taking a picture of, of him. Of taking pic- a It's clearly propaganda. That's exactly what I was going to bring propaganda. up. Yeah,
0: that's the, the latest version of it. And so, you know, what I wanted to bring up was, the the fact that now you've got a story aria about uh, elon musk who is he's getting into this conflict once again i mean he already sent a bunch of starlink receivers uh or i guess transmitter which was awesome to ukraine which is a great great thing to do um and he did another pretty awesome thing which was he refused to block rt also so good. after he said, yeah, I'll help you guys with uh, getting internet to Ukraine, here's a truckload full of Starlink receivers, and he got press everywhere for this. Oh, Elon Musk sends receivers to Ukraine. What a great guy. And then the next week, the propaganda ministry of Ukraine approached him and said, can you go ahead and ban RT and uh, all the other Russian media? And he said, no, He the only way he would do that is if he had a gun to his head uh, that's the only way he would make any kind of censorship as far as uh, Starlink is concerned. So I mean, get
1: on him for that. Him
0: for that. Yeah. yeah, kudos to him there. But what's the latest with this guy?
1: So he's now challenging Putin to a fight with Ukraine as the prize. Elon Musk, who apparently is the world's richest man, we, we talked about say, that a yeah. bit last week, today challenged Russian President Vladimir Putin to a fight with nothing less than the fate of Ukraine scene of moscow's brutal invasion
2: at stake i hear the ukrainians signed off on that they didn't sign off on the war either <laughs> presumably if
1: musk were to fight vladimir putin and win he would declare ukraine free presumably he said but I, it wouldn't
0: be free well he it
1: would w- just
2: be under the control of the yeah. same people who've been controlling it it'd be the nazis instead of the commies yeah
1: I hereby challenge Vladimir Putin to single combat. Stakes are Ukraine," he said on Twitter. "Do you accept this fight?" he added in <laughs> Russian, directly addressing the official English language Twitter account of the 69-year-old president. I'm, I'm wow. surprised that
2: they haven't pulled the plug on that.
0: Amazingly, Twitter has not pulled the plug on RT at this point. I'm, I'm surprised. So he's still
2: not it. as dangerous as Trump. Good point. Putin is it
0: Yeah, because they pulled the oh, plug yeah, on I see Trump. What
2: you're saying. When
1: one of Musk's 77 million Twitter followers wrote that the Tesla founder might not have thought this through, Musk said he was absolutely serious. And this is the part that really makes me think that this guy has just completely lost it. I wouldn't want to fight Vladimir Putin, and I'm probably in better shape than Elon Musk is because... Putin is a former KGB agent. He's probably a bit better trained in combat than your average person. <laughs> and probably significantly more so. He looks like he's in good shape. Putin has killed people, dude. I'm willing to bet. I don't know. He probably this. plays
0: dirty, too. Yeah. He, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. He'll have I, like, a gouging,
1: kicking you in the.
0: Yeah. He'll have a shiv or something like that. Hmm.
1: This is someone who almost certainly has taken humans' <laughs> lives before. And you're like, Yeah. I'm a fist fight this guy. Remember last year, I'm kind of like a frat bro or something like that. Dude, come on. Act like an adult, please.
0: The number here is 603-283-6160. He probably knows the odds Putin are going to say (laughs) yes are very, very slim. And so it's just a social media, you know, excuse to make a post. More coming up here. You can join us on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and you can join the show here. Number 603 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160. Joining you tonight, it's Ian.
1: Caria.
2: And nobody.
0: Want to tell you the rest of the post here from YouTube. I didn't get it out fully in the last hour. This is where they announced just a few days ago that not only are they going to be banning, or they already did ban, Russia Today, RT, the television news channel. Propaganda. It's propaganda from Russia, but they do great, actually, coverage of the United States. They do really good actual journalism where they actually ask tough questions and they actually take positions that are critical of the U.S. government on RT. And now... YouTube has, after the European Union issued an order saying they wanted to ban RT, YouTube hopped right to it. Facebook, Instagram, a bunch of companies jumped right in and said, yes, sir, let's ban them. And they did. But that's not as far as they've gone Well, now. they've been
1: anxious to use the power to to ban something as powerful as a state. Yeah. Since this, this propaganda machine came into place last year during COVID-19. It, they got off on censoring, you know, little little people like us. Yeah. But now that with the backing of the United States and the European Union, they can go after this big dog. They, That's right. They have the power now to go against Russia, and they're getting off on it.
0: Yeah. And if they can go after Russia, then they can go after absolutely anybody. Uh, today, they say we began blocking RT and Sputnik's YouTube channels across Europe. This was March first when they wrote this. Since Russia began its invasion in Ukraine, we've been focused on removing violative content and connecting people to trusted news and information. An overview of the steps we've yeah, taken. Yeah, I
2: always trust anybody is put forward by the uh, Ministry of Propaganda.
0: And that's who YouTube is. So now fast-forwarding to March 11th, their post to at YouTube Insider on Twitter And so they talk about how they're removing content about Russia's invasion in Ukraine that violates their policy of, quote, they prohibit content denying, minimizing, or trivializing well-documented violent events. In line with that, we are now blocking access to YouTube channels associated with Russian state-funded media globally. (laughs) So not just Europe, just everywhere. The change, they say, is effective immediately. And I seem
1: to recall YouTube kicking off at least one channel that was
0: discussing the Uyghur Muslims being exterminated in China. Yeah, they did that. Yep. They re- I believe they reinstated it after some amount of protest. But uh, they didn't care about people
1: min- or their channel being used to specifically to censor people to minimize the suffering that was being caused by governments around the world when it was the Chinese government
0: doing it. That's right. Uh, They say further since our last update, our teams have now removed more than 1,000 channels. And over 15, because remember, RT is just the tip of the iceberg. They're going after anyone who is, I guess, critical of Ukraine at this point. Uh, 1,000 channels. We knew they were going to find a new reason to ban us. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised we're still on right now. (laughs) And over 15,000 videos for violating not only our hate speech policy, but also our policies around misinformation, graphic content, and more. Does that mean in order to stay on YouTube, you have to basically say Nazis are the good guys
1: here? Because there is, for those not keeping track, there is a Nazi division within the Ukrainian military. That's true. Yeah. And they're openly Nazis.
0: So The, the- Azov Battalion. And the Nazis Facebook are good guys is now,
2: uh, has now taken them off the list of people you can't say good things about. And uh, I don't know you if You mean they've...
0: you can't say bad things? Uh,
2: no, you couldn't say good oh. things about the Nazis in the Ukraine oh, until the Russian invasion. Now you can. I don't know if you're still allowed to say bad things about them, but... Uh,
0: Yeah, that's not the only thing Facebook did, apparently, and we'll get into that coming up here in just a moment. Uh, In addition, they say our systems are also connecting people to trusted news sources. So far, our breaking news and top news shelves on our homepage have received more than 17 million views in Ukraine. In addition, we recently paused all YouTube. Does this mean,
1: hold on, YouTube is trying to tell people in Ukraine what is happening in
0: Ukraine? Yes. Okay. Uh, So they're crazy, too. In addition... Oh, who isn't these days? We recently paused all YouTube ads in Russia. We've now extended this to all of the ways to monetize on our platform in Russia. So every single Russian YouTuber who has nothing whatsoever to do with this conflict... Who may be against the conflict? Maybe they're completely anti-war and pro-peace because there's plenty of people in Russia that are like that. Sure. Every single one of their channels demonetized. You cannot make money on uh, YouTube anymore. Well,
1: we knew it was coming. Yeah. So uh, YouTube yeah. and Google and Facebook and all these other companies, these tech companies that gave themselves this amount of power in order to, you know, shut shut down. Arguments that they didn't like. We knew it was just a matter of time before they were doing it to entire worldviews, entire populations. Yeah, have now been cut off, and they can do it to YouTube. us. I mean, but the American people just as easily. If the United States government says, "Oh yeah, we don't, we don't want them to be able to hear these libertarians talking anymore," they can make that happen.
0: The good news is they can do whatever they want with their own platform, but they're not the only game in town. And Odyssey does exist, and Odyssey is amazing. And Odyssey does have RT. They do have a channel there, and it is uh, on their live stream as well. So you can watch RT live. You can watch their videos, the clips, like you would normally see on YouTube when you could. Now you can't, because RT is completely banned globally on YouTube and totally available over on Odyssey. So make sure you check out Odyssey. Go to video.freetalklive.com Follow our channel first, and then go and search and find all kinds of interesting things that YouTube does not want you to see. So kudos to the folks over at Odyssey for making the stand on this and saying, because Odyssey is a platform. They could in theory... They're a large platform these days. Yeah, they could in theory hit a hit a ban button on somebody if they wanted to, but they actually promote free Well, speech.
1: even if they did, I mean, they, they can't kick them off of library, which is That's the, true. the blockchain mechanism underpinning Odyssey. That's an important They could point. take away RT's ability to live stream, but they yep. can't take away, they can't kick RT off of library.
0: Well, interestingly, I, I checked the satellite system recently, mm-hmm. and because we're on satellite here on Free Talk Live, we've got our own, what they call, free-to-air satellite channel, and i wanted to see if it was still there because it was really one of the only good channels on free to air i mean it's free to air so you don't pay anything to receive the channels and so it's usually just a bunch of you know religious propaganda and stuff like that uh but rt has for many years are we allowed
2: to say religious propaganda on a show that's produced by a church (laughs) yeah Uh, we we already acknowledged that we are propaganda indeed we haven't acknowledged yet that we're religious propaganda
0: well now we just did uh, so RT has been up on this platform for many, many years, and now they're gone. Aww. RT's gone. Uh, in fact, RT is gone from almost every uh, channel that they would have previously been on in North America. I believe there is still one satellite that has like an RT documentaries channel. But that may not have to do with the the satellite company taking them down. That may have to do with the fact that RT America last week closed down completely. They, Did they
1: have a choice at this point? I mean, they're not allowed to broadcast anywhere in the United
0: States. Well, right. They'd been kicked off of DirecTV, so DirecTV got rid of them. That was an official thing. Because, uh, again, a lot of these companies are what doing... What are
1: these people saying that these companies are so terrified of us hearing? A, That's, a different opinion? That should be everyone's number one. What is Russia yeah. today saying that right? DirecTV, uh, Clear Channel, what, what, whatever you said they were called, um, YouTube, Facebook, yeah. what they don't want us to hear?
0: That makes it's me curious. It's got to be important. Yeah, that's what I it makes me want to know. When you ban a book, I want to read it. When you ban RT, I want to know what they're broadcasting. What are they saying? Uh, Holland Cook, for listeners that have tuned into our internet feeds, you know Holland Cook. He's the guy that does the the tips, if you're listening to the breaks. Survival speech. Survival speech, yeah. yeah. He gives you tips on various different things, and he's, yeah, it's a great little series of uh, promos that, uh, that Holland put together. Holland is... He's a lefty, actually. He's not a libertarian. He's just an interesting uh, interesting character in the radio business. Lefty in what way? Uh, he was for the vaccines. Okay. He's for the Biden administration. I mean, he's a left—he's a lefty. Well, some uh,
1: people call me a lefty, and in a sense it's true,
0: right? And he's one of my favorite lefties. I, lo- I okay. love Holland Cook. He's really entertaining. He's a, he's a talk radio consultant by trade. That's what he does. So the survival speech is just another thing that, that he did. Uh, but Holland had his own show on RT America. And so I've got the piece that Holland wrote about the end of RT America because they called everybody in for a meeting and told them it's over. Tell you about it. Coming up, it's Free Talk Live. free talk live and you can join the show here the number 603-283-6160 we're talking about the voluntary prohibitions on rt being put into place by companies like youtube facebook and other u.s big tech corporations where they're not being ordered to do this by the federal government they're being suggested. No, it's curious
1: that they're doing it, right? It's not like they're winning brownie points with the U.S. government or anything like that. For they might doing be. This. I, don't, I don't think that's really the way the U.S. government operates. And I think the people at the top at YouTube know that. Mm. They know the U.S. government is going to remember this. If they come around, you know... Five years from now, it's like, hey, you two, we want you to ban these people. And you're just like, no, I mean, we got rid of Russia for you, but we don't want to get rid of this one. The U.S. government's like, all right, that's right. You did do us that favor that one (laughs) time. That's just not the way the U.S. government operates. So I think it's just that, you know, they were anxious to ban someone as big and as powerful as the Russian government to show that they could. Yeah, and now they finally, just like the U.S. military has never invented a weapon it didn't use, humans have never invented a weapon mm. they didn't use. This is just another weapon that was invented, and they were anxious to use it.
0: We're going to continue with the discussion here. Your calls and thoughts are welcome. Let's go to Sarah. She's in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Sarah.
5: Um, it's a little bit off-subject. Um, you know, we have had the highest traffic fatality rate since the nineteen forties. That's what I was told. So the better
1: pass in a law.
5: Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought we had, it was pretty bad during the nineteen sixties, but the rate that was uh, I heard was back in the nineteen forties, where they had no seatbelts, no bumpers, or um, nothing. Um, um, I mean, the cars were in the nineteen forties. And the, the how emergency f-
1: how fast was the average car in late nineteen forty three?
5: I I do not I do not really know how fast it was, but I know that they made the the cars really hard, like all solid steels. So when they hit something, they would have those glass that would shatter and people would just get cut one of their veins cut and then just die.
0: So, so that was wait. The,
1: Sarah. Sarah, is this what you sit around thinking about?
0: Yes. Sarah, so just to clarify, you're saying traffic fatalities in uh, New Mexico are now worse than they were in the 40s, or I, I missed what you had said at the very beginning.
5: I think the statistics are for the the whole United States. I think the the... Like the United States, the traffic fatality data it goes back to the same fatality rate in the 1940s. I was listening to them some. So, are you saying that shows. the
0: rate in the 40s was was very high, and that they're high now, or that the rates are down now uh, because of all the advancements in like car safety technology?
5: No, what I'm saying is the traffic fatality is about the same as the rate in the 1940s. It's, it's okay. gotten really, really bad. I
0: don't know. You got to So bird there. They've passed thousands
2: and thousands of laws since then. Are you saying that none of those laws have helped at all?
5: Well, you know, you know what I'm thinking is that you know how there was nobody in the road because of the coronavirus shutdown. And nobody there was no people were just that. driving recklessly. Nobody, that's were you in the
1: street the, during the coronavirus lockdowns? <laughs> well what the, the was they that mostly I was in jail? Well, people were driving like there was nobody on the street. That's
5: what's going on here in New Mexico. They speed, they do everything because there was hardly nobody out driving because they were staying home. Most people were just working from home, staying home.
0: Okay, but that's not the so, case anymore.
5: Yeah, now people, now people are driving, and then they got that same pattern, and that's what they're thinking. That's what's adding to the Albuquerque fatality rate. I would be I get, really so interested
1: I, to know whether or not Albuquerque's you know f- vehicular fatality actually went down in 2021, because I'm willing to bet it didn't.
0: I got to let you go, Sarah. I can't handle the squeaking. There's like a weird chirping bird-sounding unusual, noise man. going on in that's your line. That's her voice. Man. <laughs> that uh, normally is not present the number is 603-283-6160 so we're going to take you back to uh i don't know about a week ago when rt america shut down i've had this sitting in show prep but i wanted to get to it just to get some perspective on this uh from somebody who is not a russian agent holland cook is an american uh talk personality he is actually more more of a personality he's a uh He's a consultant, so talk stations hire Holland to tell them what to do, basically. Like, all right, who should you bring in to replace Rush Limbaugh? Hire Holland, he'll tell you. Right, that kind of thing. Uh, But he also got himself a show on television on RT called The Big Picture, I believe. And he says, the night before, on what became my last TV show, I asked viewers, why do American corporate mainstream media seem impatient for war in Ukraine? Good question. Uh, eager to because own-
2: they make money off of war. Yes. Well, that and something had to happen to pull Biden's ratings out of the toilet.
0: Uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, and cable news channels had been beating the drum for weeks as President Biden told us with certainty invasion was imminent while President Putin amassed the biggest deployment since World War II. Merely tense when our trip began, the world was at war when we got home. He's talking about in the previous paragraph, which I didn't read, that he was on a honeymoon. Uh, Keep your phone phone on airplane mode when you're in other countries, even friendly ones. Roaming charges can be draconian. Hackers are evil artists, and that's why there's voicemail. But ever so delightfully disconnected and with robust Wi-Fi among amenities in our all-included Bahamas beach bubble, I saw friends on Facebook turning surly because I hadn't rushed back to ceremonially loudly resign from Russian government-funded RT America. Why would you?
1: I mean, if, if you're able to get your message to the Russian people by being
0: on RT... Well, you're getting the um, the message to the American people. I mean, I don't know if our Russians watch RT in a greater quantity. I would assume uh, they do. It's, it's an English-speaking channel. I mean, so you're talking about Russian-Americans, people who are maybe from Russia but living in America? Because RT America was being produced in the United States... so so there's rt which is produced in moscow and then there is rt america which was produced in washington dc and so he would go to dc to do his show on rt america much like adam kokesh did about a decade ago he says when you're 71 years old and you've commuted between rhode island and washington since 2017 daydreaming about retirement is a pre-existing condition so this seemed as good as time as any like my big picture predecessor, Tom Hartman, who handed me the host baton on air back then, I was never once censored and never handed a script. And I think this is an important, it's the most important aspect of this story that I wanted to share. Because we asked Adam Kokesh the same question years ago when Kokesh was doing a show on RT. I wanted to know, were there any things that the RT management told you you couldn't talk about? And he said no he was able to have complete editorial discretion over his program if he wanted to criticize yeah if he wanted to criticize putin if he wanted to criticize the russian government he absolutely could do that it was his show and i just think it's interesting that 10 years later because it was like a decade ago that kokesh was on rt 10 years later somebody else working for rt who again is actually in favor i believe of ukraine if you check out holland cook's twitter account he's got like you know ukraine colored rock that he took a picture of recently and he put on his his profile so he's here saying that he was never told what to say by rt so why would he want to walk away from a show where he has total control over the content yeah i really want to yeah uh 603-283-6160 but rt america is now no more we'll tell you more on the way it's free talk live We hope to see you there. Forkfest.party. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want here. We're talking about the demise of RT America, which is not the same thing as RT. RT America was a division of... RT that was based in the United States. They had offices, according to CNN, offices in New York, Miami, Los Angeles, and Washington, D.C. And it was just over a week ago that they had an all-hands-on-deck staff meeting where they told everybody that uh, they are being laid off and they expect it to be a permanent closure. I'm curious. I mean,
1: did did the U.S. government ever actually ask any of these companies do they ask McDonald's and Coca-Cola and Pepsi and Visa and to PayPal do all these things? to do all these things or did these governments just go I mean these companies just go we're going to do this I understand what YouTube is getting out of it and what Facebook is going to you know the power the mm-hmm. the rush of censoring but what is what is McDonald's and Coca-Cola getting out They're of it They're cutting
0: revenue off Yeah I don't I don't see what those companies are getting out of this Pepsi said 4% of its revenue came from Russia
1: I believe it Mm -hmm. I saw, I saw an article today about how it's so sad that after 30 something years, the fall of the Iron Curtain. Well, now the West is throwing up a new Iron Curtain. How do people not see that? It's not the Russians building it this time. You're building it. You lunatics. And they're like, Oh, it's so sad. McDonald's is losing this 36 year old legacy after the fall of the Soviet Union. Well, then don't, then don't ruin the legacy.
0: Yeah. They're doing it for signaling purposes. I don't know if anyone has said that they were approached by the U.S. state. Have you heard anything, nobody? I don't
2: know if they would say they were, if they were. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of this, it's like, I know this didn't happen with Coke, but if you look at the social media censorship... um, thing the uh the congress kept calling the social media people before the congress and saying if you don't censor more we're going to regulate you Mm. and you know of course um some people people who actually don't approve of censorship and there are a few of us left um called the government out on that so maybe they're doing it more subtly could be with coke and pepsi now i still like how bored jack dorsey was during all of those hearings
0: Yeah, it was pretty entertaining. So, uh, a company was uh, called TNR Productions. That was the local U.S. production company that RT, I presume, was like a subsidiary, right? TNR instead of RT. Anyway, they were the company that told staff in a memo they'll be ceasing production at all of its locations, quote, as a result of unforeseen business interruption events, unquote. And that might include the fact that DirecTV cut them off uh, the week prior, and also Roku, which is that little box that you can hook up to TV sets and watch internet streaming. Roku also banished RT America from its platform.
1: I, I can't, I don't know. I'm so disconnected from the average person. I don't understand how the average person is okay with this. To me, it just sounds like a
0: horrible idea. Putin evil. Therefore, all Russian people must be punished. I mean, it's Putin is the
1: one preventing information from reaching you simply no? because the powers that be don't want you to have it.
2: Well, the interesting thing is, all through the Cold War, you could walk into any American library and read Pravda, mm. and of course, That's everybody newspaper. Uh, yeah, that was the propaganda organ. But you couldn't of go into Russia to read an American the Soviet paper. Union, uh, Ronald Reagan's evil empire. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, that was one of the ways we knew that we were on the right side because we could read their media freely, mm, and they, they couldn't. couldn't read ours. Now it's the other way around. That's
0: really interesting. Great point. If you want to weigh in here, you can. Let's go to Mehdi. He's in Canada. You're on Free Talk Live. Mehdi.
6: Hi, hi, Ian. Hi, nobody And Aria. Nobody, I'm glad you're out. Hey. Aria, I'm glad you're recovering well. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to talk about this uh, YouTube policy, the denying or trivializing Russia's Ukraine invasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say then... If I was to make a video comparing, or not even comparing, but saying, "Hey, what about Yemen? There's like a genocide going on in there." Yeah. Would that then I'd be banned for that? Like I can't mention other atrocities while this is going on. Like, remember? I don't know if you guys would remember the Iraqi girl that said the uh, Iraqi uh, soldiers were taking babies out of ventilators and stuff.
2: Mm -hmm. And that, and she was the the daughter of a U.S. ambassador who wasn't even in uh kuwait during that time yeah i remember that
6: yeah and and now stories then like that if someone disputed that that would be banned on youtube because they're going to say oh you're trivializing i mean now it's russia's invasion and russia's a third party imagine with the u.s invading something for sure they're going to ban that then anyone saying something against that and so that story if someone had you know said hey this is a ambassador's daughter or whatever saying this this is garbage that's going to be banned on youtube and like you said, it's like it's honestly like 1984, like it's that scary. And the worst part, I think, about this, the actually worst part is this is going to now give if this goes through and it's, you know, accepted and all the other social media, like, fine, that's good. And then they're going to start doing it. This is basically a green light for false flags by the U.S. military.
0: Like, yeah.
6: how would evidence of false flags be shared then? Like, if we had evidence mm-hmm. that, no, that's a false flag, like this girl's thing. I mean, that wasn't a false flag because I was just completely made up. But if the U.S. military does some false flags mm-hmm. and Wiki will show you, even Wikipedia will give you a million false flags the U.S. has done, how would that be? Like they can just do false flags and we can't – how are we going to disseminate? Uh,
0: Library. L- the- com. You can go there and learn about this uh, uncensorable protocol because, again, there's a huge difference between a protocol and a platform. Uh, an uncensorable media-sharing protocol that allows you to put anything on the Internet That you want and no one can stop you. So that is the answer as to how. But then again, getting people to see it is the real challenge. Just because you put something there doesn't mean that it will garner an audience and obviously a lot of people value YouTube because it is the world's number 1 videos you know video platform and it used to be that you would get suggestions right so if you want to go and view a video about a topic YouTube would suggest certain you know related videos to you and then they started changing that they only would suggest like CNN and they would only suggest these big mainstream media companies instead of actual you know independent producers and now they're just wiping out RT and wiping out as they admitted over a thousand channels in just the last uh, two weeks alone of this anti-Russian censorship that they've been doing. YouTube
1: suggestion is also terrible. I mean, the whole mechanism is just absolutely terrible. Through a lot of the last year, I was forbidden from using YouTube for anything other than gaming purposes. Mm-hmm. Like, I could only watch gaming videos and stuff like that. That's since been lifted, but it didn't matter. Six months into this, YouTube was recommending CNN, COVID-19 crap, stuff from the CDC, stuff from C-SPAN, stuff that I wasn't allowed to watch and have no Even interest Even when you were watching, watching a gaming
0: video, it would recommend yeah. that to
1: you? <laughs> And there is nothing I've Jeez. ever viewed on YouTube that would make them think I'm interested in this. I've, As I understand it, this is one of the things where TikTok is
0: so much better than YouTube. At making recommendations? Yes. Huh. Interesting. Medhi, yeah, anything with, else you want to share? Go ahead.
6: I was just saying, with TikTok, because I don't think it's an American company, so no. they can't... So TikTok itself, yeah, is not going to make these rules like how uh, YouTube can, or YouTube does, like, you know, for pro-America, but you know, that's why they're probably now, they, they, they're, I mean, it's the Ministry of uh, Information, as uh, nobody said. They, that's why they're just going to the users, the influencers, and saying, say this, say that. You know, if you see anyone saying this, attack that, like, Lord knows what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, the worst part of this is, this is going to be very difficult now. I mean, not very difficult, you're right. There's Library, Rumble, and uh, Mastodon, right? But, I mean, how are, how are, how are false flags going to be... Like I feel like it's giving a green light to false flags and there's nothing that we can do about it. Because the MSM obviously doesn't report on it. And now at least the original thing for YouTube and all these things were, you know, independent people can give a counter narrative to the MSN. Now it's part of the MSM. So like we're dead. Like how are we gonna we, we just false flags, that's all I see. Well, you future. mentioned Rumble as things. an
0: alternative, and I've heard of this company. Yeah. This is a video website. It is a centralized video hosting site. And according to the folks over at Odyssey—now, I have not checked these claims, but according to Odyssey, Rumble has terms of service that may prohibit people from criticizing Israel. So, mm. if, oh. so they're kind of like a conservative video website— and huh. so you still may not have, you know, freedom to express yourself on that platform. That's just what Odyssey says. Again, that's interesting.
2: You. Now I've got a Rumble account. I've never posted anything to it. So maybe you and I should make a video and uh, saying what we really think about Israel, and I'll post it and see if they throw me off.
0: Medi, thanks for the call tonight. Definitely uh, share the concerns. Luckily, there are still alternatives out there for freedom of speech on the internet at this time Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160 but you have to get into the habit of going to odyssey instead of youtube and that's a tough thing to create more coming up This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want here. The number 603 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160. In the studio tonight, you've got Ian.
1: Aria. I'm nobody.
0: Free Talk Live brought to you by Bitcoin.com. That is where you can go to learn about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. You can also buy your first uh, cryptos there through Bitcoin.com, and they've got a great news site. Uh, so you can get the latest news headlines from the world of crypto over at news.bitcoin.com. But if you're brand new, just go and click on Get Started at the top of the page at bitcoin.com and start watching some of the introductory videos they have there, so you can get some of the basic concepts down, which are important to do. There is a little learning curve. These are kind of new ideas, like decentralization, uh, blockchain technology. Head over to uh, bitcoin.com, click Get Started at the top of the page i just pulled up the uh, rumble.com terms of service here and while there's nothing specifically about israel in here it does say that content or material that promotes or supports entities and or persons designated by either the canadian or united states government as terrorists or terrorist organizations and don't they generally consider uh the people who are freedom fighters in palestine as as terrorists um
2: i don't know i know they considered the truckers terrorists and mm-hmm. there are a lot of uh, trucker supporters on rumble
0: yeah so it's just a, you know whether they take the channels down or not is another question but they they certainly could uh, and again it is a centrally controlled platform so if you want true freedom to express yourself library.com lbry.com Isn't it interesting
1: how libertarians, like a decade ago, looked around the world and was like, oh, yeah, these things are going to be a problem within the next decade. And so they started building things, Mm -hmm. things like Bitcoin and library. Right on
0: time, too. And
1: matrix servers and all of these other amazing things that are now. sell 411. Yeah, that exist and solve the problems that 10 years ago you had to be thinking really far ahead in order to see coming.
2: Indeed. I've often compared uh being a libertarian to being Cassandra from uh Greek mythology and Cassandra was a uh, was a character she she had sex with Zeus and uh Hera got upset with her and gave her the worst curse she could think of which was to always know the future and never be believed.
0: Mm. Yeah, sounds like Ron Paul. <laughs> Yeah. It just Sounds like libertarians. Sounds like libertarians man. in general. <laughs> uh, we go to your calls and thoughts here. Let's talk to Olivia in Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live, Olivia.
5: Hey, I have a question that I really want to hear each of your um, answers to, but real quick, I wanted to ask nobody when he's going to do another Nobody Tells the Truth.
2: Oh, well, we've got a, uh, a, a viewer request. We've got to, got to do something about that. I don't know. There's been talk about doing it. Um, a few times and, uh, and it, it hasn't happened yet. I need to, uh, I need to find a second person to do it with, um, and, and the time to do it, but I will, I will get on doing that soon.
0: What was your question, Olivia, besides that?
5: So, um, you know, with, with people dying every day and maybe a war with more people dying and I was really wondering, what do you think happens? to us after we die
0: Arya do you want to start I'll go last okay um, I don't really know. I do like the uh, the sort of new age interpretation that your soul somehow continues on, uh, or whether that be a Hindu interpretation, or however you want to look at it. And Hindus, I think a lot of them believe in reincarnation, um, but I, I do like the the new age view that uh, that you might come back in for another round, uh, or do whatever it is that you choose to do. Like some people believe that we've chosen to be here for a specific reason. Uh, I I gotta say I don't have a real firm belief on this one. I think that there's a lot of really interesting possibilities, but I I do like the idea that the soul uh, continues, whatever essence it is that uh, that is you. Even though on your next life, if you do have one, obviously you don't remember your past life, and I guess uh, you know potential reason for that would be that you don't then carry all the baggage over from the past life. You get a you get a fresh crack at it, so to speak. Uh, nobody, um. Well, I kind of uh I, I
2: kind of look at it in a in a uh in a similar way. The official line of the Church of the Invisible Hand is that life is a video game and uh although, you know, if you're playing Duke Nukem, the Duke Nukem character only knows about this particular run through the game, mm-hmm. you remember every time you've played it. Um mm-hmm. so I I think there's uh kind of a uh you might call it a platonic um a platonic nobody out there in my theory who's uh just riding around in a monkey for a while mm. and uh and you know when when this monkey dies he, he may well come back and ride another monkey um, <laughs> right
0: <laughs> yeah some could look at that uh, platonic nobody as being you know all that is or the universe right and that we are just the universe experiencing itself in that way um that it's yeah, taking lessons I, I kind
2: of. I personally believe that there's an individual identity that, that continues. Mm-hmm. Um, and partially, I believe that just because I have no evidence one way or the other, and it's kind of comforting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. All See, right. I largely agree with you, but I, and it's, it's only in that little last part that he said where I actually disagree. I think the. The death as we understand it is the death of the ego, It's the death mm-hmm. of the, I mean it's a scientific fact that all of the atoms that comprise me The science is settled. <laughs> well, no, it's just a scientific fact, right? Now, I mean, that doesn't mean the science is true, but as far as science is aware, this is as close to a fact as we can get, which is that the the energy that comprises my body is going to continue to exist. In it, some form. It's just going to change forms. Like it yeah. will rot and I will be parts of me will be absorbed into trees into eaten more by worms Mm -hmm. which get eaten by birds I'll just get scattered to the oblivion right but the the mythical I the ego that is created by this unique combination of atoms and electromagnetic reactions is going to cease to exist and I'm okay with that because new ones will result in the future as far as I can tell and at any event I mean I I will be dead so I won't be there to experience my non-existence Right, and that's where a lot of people get hung up they're like what, what, do, what do you mean you, You're just there's just going to be nothing well yeah, but you don't experience that part because you're dead there's nothing you you don't experience that, and that's a lot of people struggle to wrap their like my sister she's scared to death and mortality, she wants to believe in the afterlife she'll she admits that this is the whole reason reason that she believes in God is because she's scared of mm-hmm. you know ceasing to exist. I'm like, but you won't experience that." It sounds terrifying to what? feel like you're ceasing to exist, but you won't feel like that. You will this just exist, and then suddenly will you won't.
0: cease. But we don't know what is might lie beyond, right? I mean, uh, we well have that no falls idea. into
1: the category of things that are fun
0: thought exercises, yeah.
1: but useless to me in any
0: useful sense. Right? I yeah, I don't know, and uh, there's only one way to find out: <laughs> to go. And through I'm, that not, process. I'm not
1: going to rush it. Right? And
0: that's that's one of the interesting. You're things. You're not rushing. When they look I'm not uh, when, they, when they look at uh, people who are near death and the pineal gland flushing the body with DMT, uh, which is a very interesting experience. So for anyone who has has done DMT, you may actually have had a glimpse at what it might feel like to die. Um, mm. maybe true. So there's some very really interesting studies about that uh, looking at what people have experienced on DMT and how it's in a lot of ways very similar.
1: Well, we know to, when you give people psychedelics as they're dying, they they come to terms with their deaths.
0: Yeah, well, maybe not easily. as they're dying, but while they're you know in hospice or right. something like that, or they're near the end of their life, or they've come down with something terminal, and yeah, there's something that they a lot of them take away from that experience for sure.
1: I, I tend to think that's what death is is just one final death of the ego
0: or one yeah
1: right a really
0: awesome trip into the void whatever yeah. that.
1: And then you're dead, so you don't experience anything. In my opinion, you're dead, so you don't experience anything after that. There there may be some new amalgam of you that rises in Mm -hmm. the future. I mean, if the universe is infinite, we don't know whether or not it is infinite. There's infinite versions of you out there. Maybe you'll pop into one of those. Who
0: knows, right? That's a possibility. Or maybe, uh, you know, maybe we've been advancing over time and we started as some sort of a one celled organism, moved up to lizards and dogs and then got into the human bodies. And you know, maybe there's another step past this one. I don't know.
2: Which is more or less the, the Buddhist concept of, uh, of karma. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, it, it fits pretty well into, into my concept of, of riding the monkey as you may well start out. You know, maybe it isn't a monkey at first. Maybe first you ride a bacteria, and Mm -hmm. once you get good enough at that, you level up. Right. The video game
1: thing, it is probably the most, I don't want to say the most likely, but the one I'm most inclined to believe.
0: Olivia, hopefully that answered your question. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, The number here, if you want to join the show, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Hour number three is coming up, and you can join us here on the radio on Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160.
2: Free
0: Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. We're kicking off the third hour of the program. The phones are open if you want to join the show at 603-283-6160. And in the studio, here tonight, it's Ian. How are you?
7: And nobody.
0: 603-283-6160. Talking about the demise of RT America having shut down uh, just over a week ago. And ceasing operations because, well, basically, honestly, they probably couldn't pay their people anymore. If well, the not about money-
1: PayPal or Visa or any of these others that have locked them out.
0: Well, right, plus the Russian banks, uh, the biggest Russian banks have been locked out of the Swift International Banking System. And the money to pay the RT producers in the United States was coming from Moscow, right? It's taxpayer money that's going to support these operations. They don't sell commercials. You can watch RT and you will never see a single advertisement. Really? like yeah unlike CNN and you know Fox and the rest of them that break for commercials the, Russia's sponsoring them so it's just all state-run media they don't have to have commercial breaks on RT but uh, they do have to have the ability to pay their staff and they yeah. didn't so that's uh, that's over with And you need know, I remind everyone that
1: the United States is not at war with Russia correct no matter how much it may appear there is no war between Russia and the United States they're working on creating one. But they haven't yet.
0: Yep. Biden claims- We're at war with Eurasia. We have always always been been at war with Eurasia. Biden claims that he wants to keep the United States out of war, but what he wants- (laughs) They're doing everything possible to send the United States- into war with russia yeah well what he says one minute may not be what he says the next minute or like, a there's week no
2: malarkey with biden though he promised he means never having to say you're sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's go to richard he's in new mexico you're on free talk live hello richard
2: yeah good evening lately
4: on several news programs they've talked about shrink size what they call shrink sizing from fast food companies uh the prime example given was a few months ago they advertised ten McNugget type uh the items for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Then they raised the price of their nuggets to ten for a dollar forty nine. Mm-hmm. Now on several fast food commercials they're advertising their brands of nuggets for Eight of them for a dollar forty nine. Mm-hmm. There's there there's stores that have downsized. I'm a candy and soda pop junkie, okay. and lately, I've had my bags of candy go from nine ounce sized bags of candy. Down to six ounce size bags of
0: candy. Wow!
4: They used to they used to charge me a dollar, and now they've raised the price up to a dollar twenty five. Wow!
0: So they're raising the price and they're cutting the the content. Yes. Wow! A
4: few about a month or so ago, I was buying soda pop for three liters of soda pop for a dollar. Now they downsized it to where they're selling two-liter bottles of soda pop, and they raised the price to a dollar twenty-five. Amazing. So my big complaint is, if people quit patronizing fast food places and buy generic foods, mm-hmm. the the prices would go down. That no, they're not going to go down.
1: No, yeah, they're not well, going to go down.
4: If, if
1: enough people, they're not up as a result of demand. It, they're up as a result of inflation.
2: Yeah. yeah th- I, see, it, the way inflation works is basically, um, it's it's probably not this simple mathematically, but a way to look at it is that the total money supply has a set value. Okay, so if if uh, a counterfeiter prints out a bunch of money and spends it, he is, by doing that, reducing the value of your money. And that's why counterfeiting is illegal. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, when the Federal Reserve prints money, nature doesn't care that that's not a counterfeiter. There's they They print money, and they buy things, and those things aren't there for somebody else to buy. So if there isn't enough stuff to buy the uh, the businesses naturally raise their prices so they can produce more stuff.
1: It's very much like a piece of paper. Like, if you were to hand me a piece of paper out of that printer, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is, your, this is your sheet of paper, and then you asked for it, and I, I handed it back to you. You tore it in half and handed me that half back. Well, I still have one sheet of paper, and it's going to be very, very difficult for the average person to really explain why they have less now than they did before you ripped the paper. And that's what inflation is. It's the government taking your money and ripping away some of it and giving back to it. Saying, No, no, no. You still have a hundred dollars and the average American is sitting there going, Yeah, but it doesn't it's not
0: doesn't buy what it used to it wasn't
1: to. what a hundred dollars was ten days ago.
0: Yeah. uh, Richard, your advice is good. Uh, Buying generic products rather than name brand products is a way to get costs down. That's always going to be true because the name brand products spend a lot of money on advertising. And that money's got to get paid for somehow, so they have to have higher prices generally. A lot of times, the uh, the generic brand products are actually made by the name brand manufacturers, yeah, usually owned by them, as I understand. In it. the very same uh, the very same manufacturing facilities, it's just that they're doing a production run for Walmart, or they're doing a production run for you know whatever local grocery store, and so they don't put the name brand on the product; they put. You know, great value, or whatever, you know, the grocery brand is. So it's a good way to save uh, a few bucks at the grocery store. And generally, grocery brand products are in many cases because they're made by the same manufacturers, not always, but in some cases of the exact same quality or very close to the same quality for a lower price. And the generic products do tend to hold out longer when it comes to doing this, what they call shrinkflation, where they are shrinking the size and the quantities of uh, the products that are sold. If If you watch store shelves, you'll see generally that the store brands are the ones that cut they cut last it's the name brands that cut first and then eventually the store brands they they tend to catch up or if they can stay at their old size then they will but they're dealing with insane levels of inflation as you pointed out a candy bag that you purchased richard went from nine ounces to six ounces that is a 33 percent slashing of the product and they increase the price and they increase the price and by the way uh and thanks richard for the call tonight I just actually saw today we were out getting uh, coconuts nails trimmed at the local uh, Petco here in Keene, and right next door to the Petco is a Dollar Tree, and we reported uh, last late last year. I heard they were closing here in Keene. No, they were closed temporarily okay. while they did what we saw that they rolled out, which it's is a dollar twenty five. They're now dollar twenty five tree. And so every advertisement on the front of the store- That doesn't
2: roll off the tongue the no, same way.
0: it doesn't. But uh, that's what they had to do. They held out for as long as they could, keeping this dollar business model- I mean, yeah, for, you
1: could go in there and buy a pack of cookies, and it was like two and a half cookies, but it was still a dollar.
0: Well, I mean, I think you could get more than two cookies for a, yeah, I
1: mean, for a dollar, but- I was exaggerating. It yeah, depends about on the, the cookie. Yeah. But the inflation there has certainly been extreme.
0: Yeah, and and again with shrinking products, there's only so far you can go, right? Like I was saying the other night. Did you I ever want... watch Futurama
1: where no. I got the extra small uh, slurm? It was a soda, and it was like a little thimble, full. yeah, barely yeah. enough
0: to even have a sip. And and you know that's an extreme example, but it's really that bad right now. Uh, and the thing
2: is, packaging things smaller also drives up the cost of production because the cost of running the packaging machine is probably more or less constant Mm -hmm. regardless of the size of the of of the package if you if you put you know there's an uh, easier cookies in it instead of eight cookies it a lot of things are going to cost the same Mm -hmm. but see there's an
1: easier solution instead of like having six ounces of candy say no this is this is nine ounces of gummy worm candy or whatever. It's nine gummy worm ounces. And you just create a new unit of measurement that's called the gummy worm ounce. <laughs> this is what toilet, Don't give them any ideas. This is what toilet paper and paper towel manufacturers did. They just created a new mega roll or a super roll. Yeah, or times s- three. Yeah. And it, uh, meanwhile, you're just constantly getting smaller and smaller amounts, but you can't yeah. figure it out
0: because it's measured. The in, market speak yeah. is what's getting in the way there. Uh, the number here is But what happens after they've slimmed down the product to the point where it barely exists anymore. They're going to have to raise prices. And as Richard says, it sounds like they're already doing that directly. More coming up. Yeah! Free Talk Live. Phones are open. You can join the show here. The number is 603-283-6160. We just had Richard on the line talking about some of the shocking... Amounts of products that have been cut out of the packages of things he normally buys, uh, noting that uh, McNuggets apparently are down from ten to eight, but the price has gone up. He says the candies and the soda pop that uh, that he purchases are both down in amount contained, and also the prices have risen. McDonald's used to have a dollar menu, and it had nuggets on it.
1: How many nuggets did you get on the dollar menu back then? Four. Four Bonnie says, "Wow,
0: I bet you that doesn't." I mean, they even don't exist. even have the dollar menu yeah. anymore. Yeah, and they got rid of that before. Yeah, uh, twenty twenty, right? Like I that think was a Burger few years King ago. carried on with the value menu,
1: mm-hmm. but I think they got rid of even that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Burger King, you can get uh, eight nuggets for a buck and a half. I think, still, so. yeah.
0: Wow. Uh, so the number here is six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. The added
2: cost there is your self respect. <laughs>
0: No,
1: not, to be fair, if I was going to eat fast food, Burger King would be the one that I would eat. Because they yeah. actually flame yeah. broil theirs and they don't fry it like McDonald's That's true. does.
2: Yeah, I like Burger King a lot better than
1: McDonald's. Yeah.
0: Let's go to your calls and thoughts. We got David in Michigan. Uh, David, your thoughts. Go ahead.
8: Hey, thanks for taking my call, yes. crew. Well, I guess what I want to say first off is you can't shrink a gallon of gasoline.
2: That's true. Eating oil. <laughs> eating oil. Actually, if you reduce its temperature, it will shrink. <laughs> the physicist laughed. <laughs> but
1: you go know, ahead. We were quick, quick first, on that. That, that, was, that was impressive. I was not expecting that. Well, that.
0: that's witty. But, David, that's what, were you, what, what was like. the point you were trying to make? I guess what I'm
8: trying to say is that even though if you shrink a, you know, a two liter bottle down into a one liter bottle size, plastic, is petroleum yep we can't live without it
0: well you could just be difficult well where look you man living? i look i
1: uh, uh, i'm not doing the paper straw thing not doing it <laughs> so yeah when, when it comes to straws at least i'm i'm not living without petroleum i think
0: what you mean though is because we have petroleum means we have trucks that take things from place to place and make life relatively easy for people is that what you're saying david
8: now, I don't think people realize sometimes that, you know, if you get a heavy barrel of oil out of Venezuela where, you know, there's light Texas crude and there are certain different grades of a mm-hmm. barrel of oil. Well, the heavy stuff, only about 50% is actually refined down to gasoline or diesel fuel, but the rest of it goes in everything from your basic jug of gasoline to the plastic 2 liter bottle that you're drinking your fresh water out of.
0: That's right. So I think the point but, you're trying to make here is that the price of oil goes up, the price of plastic goes up, the price of a lot of things go up, right?
1: Is there that much plastic right. in a 2 liter though that it would really I mean what what is the
0: What's price like? cost? The whole thing's made out of plastic. I don't know what I know, but mean. what's
1: the price cost on that versus the $1.25? Well, really?
0: yeah, uh, I'm, I'm
8: shocked the that The container is light. The mm-hmm. container is light. However, the amount of energy it takes to break it down and to mold it into that classic plastic bottle, whether it's Mountain Dew or water, mm-hmm. excessive costs involved in it. Say like glass. Well, it's sand. So what does it take to make glass? Heat. Where does that come from? Coal, oil, and other natural resources, not solar, wind, and solar. Oh, yeah.
0: The prices of everything is going to go up. As the price of gas goes up, so does everything else, because everything is on a truck Dude, at some point. I paid $5 per gallon of heating oil today. I, yeah. I'm feeling it spiritually
1: oh, yeah. at this point.
0: David, anything else you want to share And this tonight?
1: isn't even a result of a shortage or anything like that. No? This is just panicking
8: in a way but you know in a way but here's what I want to add Ian mm-hmm. thank you very much for your great show and thanks for my, taking my call
0: thanks david i appreciate hearing from you and thanks for the thoughts here tonight the number is 603-283-6160 Uh, Of course, you know as increased costs are factored into production of various different things, then the prices of those things have to go up. And then, of course, you're shipping the things to the to the manufacturers, so you're paying increased fees there because the trucks have to pay more for the gas. Mm, And then, uh, you know, then you got to ship the finished product to the stores, and so you're paying more. Everything is going up, and it's not going to stop going up. And this is all because of not Putin, like uh, Biden wants you to believe, but because of inflation, which is the increase in the money supplies we were discussing before it's also the and
1: supply shortage. remember the yeah. tractor supply the tractor part shortage that we talked about back in June or whatever
0: right which was due to a lot of shutdowns that were forced on those ma- uh, manufacturers by governments of China and other places for instance. so rough times ahead. yeah all of this all of these rough times were created by the state. every single one of them yep. was created by the state because had it been and not by Russia, invading Ukraine by the United States
1: government interfering with the economic processes that we need in order to you know prosper
0: somebody I don't know who it was posted a chart online today of the gas price the average gas price in the United States over the time frame of you know the last few years and duh the price has been going up and ever since Biden got into office it's been going up but that's and, that's
1: not really Biden's fault to be fair. No. The inflation started under Trump. Under
0: Trump. Yeah, exactly. Uh and you're right, it was Trump where they tr- they did the 2 trillion dollar bailout package or whatever. So yeah, it absolutely started under Trump, but of course it takes time. Right. For that money to filter down. So whenever they whenever they print up a bunch of money, they give it to their buddies. So they give it to the military-industrial complex, or they give it to the pharmaceutical-industrial complex in the case of COVID, for instance. They give tens of millions or billions or whatever, I think it was hundreds of billions, to all these different companies. And then they pay their staff, and then the staff pays for things in the— you know, So it takes time, right? It takes some number of weeks or months for these things to really kind of filter into the point where prices start to go up. But they will. And we knew that six months ago when we said that. We knew that years ago. I here mean, we been, are. Yeah, we've been, <laughs> we've been talking about what inflation really is here on Free Talk Live from the beginning. Uh, because inflation has always been an increase in the money supply. It is not an increase in prices, like as, they tell
2: you. As Nobel Prize winner uh, Milton Friedman wrote, inflation is everywhere and always a monetary phenomena. Yes. And the reason for that is simple inflation is a general rise in prices now as as anybody who's got a checkbook that's a symptom knows, of inflation um well inflation has yes, an increase in yes, the money supply that's that's true um but but basically uh, my point was that if one price rises well either you buy less of that or you cut back on something else mm-hmm.
0: Presuming you have a limited budget, as so many people do. Exactly. Or
2: assuming that there's a limited money supply. Mm -hmm. So so the world as a whole has to cut back on other dollar purchases if they start paying more for one of the things that they buy. The only way mathematically that they can continue paying the same price for everything else and pay more for one thing. Is to increase the the size of the money supply. I hope I explained that okay.
0: If you want to join us here at 603-283-6160, what's your experience been in the marketplace? What have you been seeing going up in prices? Something that is just an absolutely undeniable cut of of, uh, product size or an increase in the price of it. You can join us here on Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. People are commenting on inflation, which is going to become a very hot topic, I have a feeling, in the next some number of months here. Because, well, when you're on the radio and you want to talk about something, generally, the more relatable it is to people, the more of a, t- a popular topic it's going to be, right? Like if we get on the air and we talk about some obscure video game, which sometimes we do.
1: They're only, usually obscure video games. But only so many people
0: <laughs> can, can really relate to a conversation like that. First, you have to be interested in video games. Yeah. Secondly, you have to be interested in that category of video games. And thirdly, preferably, you probably should be interested in that game specifically. Uh, but when you talk about inflation you are on a topic that absolutely everyone who has money is affected by and so that is pretty much everyone in the audience you know with the exception of a small child or something like that right so inflation affects absolutely everybody i
1: mean it was like 18 months ago ish that some some big wig at visa said something to the effect on twitter like you know never has so much been stolen by so from so f- many by so few mm. opt out with bitcoin and that's a that was said 18 months ago give or take i don't know exactly what it was but it's a message that everyone needs to hear because if you're not if you're just holding on to usd expecting them to become anything but less valuable over time you're betting on a losing horse that, that's a that, plan to
0: fail yeah it is designed to be a losing horse and it's going to lose harder and harder as time goes on. I think it was Lee, or uh, it was a uh, Mountaineer, our Saturday night host, who predicts that not only is inflation going to hit double digits very soon, but that it is not going to go down again. Like when did you, the numbers come out again? They're monthly. They just came out for the month of February, so just a few days ago they came out. And it was seven point nine percent. Is the official number? too. that's, yes, that's the their lying Is that the number.
2: annualized rate or the yes. rate for the quarter?
0: Yeah. So year. So over the last year, up seven point. Or it is now seven point nine percent. Uh. So we're gonna continue here. Your calls and thoughts. You can share whatever's on your mind. We've got William listening in California to K Talks. Uh, William actually calling us from San Diego. Yes,
7: sir. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, you're on the air.
7: Okay. Um. Uh, Del Monte. Uh. The canned. Uh. Vegetables mm-hmm. that were ninety nine cents. Overnight. They went to a
1: dollar nineteen. That's 20%. unfortunate because that's one of the things that's probably really good to stock up on canned
0: food. Yeah, twenty uh, percent. I'll leave it at that. Good topic. Thanks, man. Appreciate uh, the call. Let's talk to Dave in Michigan. Different Dave. This is Dave Junior calling from uh, Jackson, listening to WKHM. Go ahead.
9: Yeah, thanks for taking my call, Ian. Yes, sir. Uh, I went to a Menards just this afternoon. It's kind of like a a home Depot or Lowe's up here in this area of Michigan. And uh, I was looking for a a tape dispenser, um, you know, the Scotch tape dispenser and Ah. I couldn't find one. And the, um, the last time I was there, they had this whole huge section of um, school supplies and office supplies and stuff. And it's, it's a little bit smaller now. And, uh, but what I did ended up doing is I ended up going, uh, in the duct, duct tape section. They have the, um, uh, they have the regular, um, uh, scotch tape. Uh, and I, I bought a, a, a big old roll for about, uh, I would say, uh, a $1.25. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I was happy with that, but they had these giant ice cream sandwiches and I love these ice cream sandwiches. And, uh. Uh, i couldn't find it. they used to be ninety nine cents but everything in that uh in that ice cream freezer was a buck ninety nine so I took off and I went to my local um uh mexican restaurant there and they had a special it was a monday uh, fourteen ounce frosty for a buck ninety nine so I bid on that and I had to wait there a while and uh they uh, had a sign saying we're severely short on staff yep and uh uh so uh uh i i got the attention of the uh, assistant manager there and i says hey i can i can help you guys wash dishes uh, you know i can come out of retirement so she had me fill out an application all right and so i bought that buck uh, 99 beer but uh, they gave it those sauce and chips and i ate a couple of uh baskets of those and uh you know that was a lot better than the that's ice cream. gonna stop uh, soon
0: they're gonna stop giving yeah. people free chips at some point it's gonna be like we can't afford this we can't we got people coming in here eating all our chips <laughs> we're not making any money we gotta yeah, I, stop
9: yeah now i have one more question before i go there you you had a caller who was really popular he was a truck driver his name was jerome and he loved that joe biden
0: i don't know if jerome was so a truck driver up? i don't remember what jerome i don't know if we have we ever even learned what jerome does. I don't recall. I, I a, don't recall. He, he's a caller on the weekends, uh, and he has he's sort of off and on. He'll be off for a few weekends, and then he'll call out of the blue. So yeah, Jerome. Because I kind heard of, him on
9: the Fall pine bo- uh, Paul Feinbaum show. I heard him uh, on Hannity. You know oh, wow. he, uh, you know he gets around, and I I just thought he was a truck driver, and uh, he was a big Biden fan. And you know, huh. if Jerome, you're listening right now, you know how do you, how do you like uh, Biden now?
0: I I wish he was listening. And Dave, thanks for the call tonight. I think he only listens to us on the weekends when we're on in his market in Charleston, South Carolina uh, at that time. But thank you for the call tonight. I uh, appreciate it. Glad to hear that you're willing to you know get out there and, and come out of retirement, as you said. I think you're going to see a lot of that happening. It's a very uh,
1: similar story. And the help-wanted signs, they are not going everywhere. away. Yep. There, there are more now than there were you know six months ago. Wow. And I don't understand it. There's a, another little pizza place here in Keene, locally owned, one of the mm-hmm. ones that takes cryptocurrency. They now have a help wanted sign out there. And it's like, what? wow, even their hit. Right. And that's family owned. Everyone there knows each other. Right. So it's it's
0: hard all around. It is. And I think we're going to see, you know, he said he's retired. He's willing to come out and start washing dishes at the local Mexican restaurant. I mean, that you're going to see that happening, especially as you, you guys, I think one of you pointed out, Richard's on uh, one of our earlier callers. He's on... Uh, social security right like he's living check to check on social security and that's going to buy less and less and less as time goes on so i think we're going to see a lot of retirees coming out of retirement and taking some of these jobs that these young people aren't willing to take because they've got to they've got to make you know the rent payment or whatever they've got to buy food and didn't this happen after 2007 after Where the, retirees came out yeah. and started working again? I don't know. It's a good I, question. I seem
1: to recall suddenly there were a lot of, you know, older older people working at, you know, Wendy's mm. and Walmart and stuff like that. Mm. Maybe I'm
0: mistaken. I don't know. It's, it's too long ago for me to remember, but yeah, maybe uh, someone out there remembers six
1: 603- zero three two eight three six one six zero. Yeah,
0: feel free to call in and, and weigh in with, with your thoughts. But that's just my prediction. It's like if people need money and they know how to work, then they're gonna come out of retirement. They're gonna go to work. Well almost everyone's gonna
1: need money. I mean yeah. half of Americans are gonna need money because half of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck and suddenly that paycheck's gonna buy less. Actually
0: sixty four percent of Americans <sighs> now are living paycheck to paycheck according to a study that we talked about the yeah. other night. If you give the government enough time that's gonna be ninety nine percent. Yep, unless You do something to protect your wealth by getting out of the dollar and into something else. Now, there's no guarantees in life, but you can pretty much guarantee that the dollar is going to go down in value. We don't know what's going to happen with cryptocurrency. It could go up. It could go down in value. But over the years, it has trended on an upwards trend. Gold and silver, again, could go down. But over time, they've held their value against inflation very, very well. Now, in the last decade, gold has paled in comparison to, say, Bitcoin, for instance, as far as it being able to go up over time. But? That said, gold recently eclipsed a nearly new record high. Depending on what exchanges you looked at, like on one of the crypto exchanges, uh, an ounce of gold on the cryptocurrency market did go higher than its previous record, which it hit, I think, briefly in like 2008 or something like that. Okay, so gold did I new mean, stocks highs. are
1: also a good for people who don't want to get too weird with it. Even stocks are better than holding USD at this point.
0: Yeah, definitely think about uh, diversifying your assets if uh, if you can, because the dollar is a sure loser. And that's true, by the way, for every fiat currency. So don't think you can just like, oh, I'll get the euro instead. No, no, they're they're printing that thing out like there's no tomorrow as well. Every central bank all across the planet is in printing mode. And they always are. They always have been. It's just getting heavier and heavier now than it ever has
1: and they are 100 the reason that richard's now buying six ounce bags of candy instead of nine ounces
0: absolutely true the number is 603-283-6160 you can join us on the radio here this is free talk live free talk live phones are open you're invited. If you want to join us here, the number is 603 283 6160. Thank you to Kristen E., who is a free talk live supporter of the AMPS program. It's a Patreon that we started a few months ago. And uh, thank you, Kristen, for joining us, a silver level supporter, which means Kristen is giving at least five bucks a month. Two amps you can join it yourself over at amps.freetalklive.com get some cool perks and some benefits over there at amps.freetalklive.com and in the studio tonight you've got me ian are you and nobody let's go to nikki she's calling us from rossville georgia listening to wgow go ahead nikki
5: hey nobody uh first i wanted to start off with by telling you that First of all, you're super hot. Your ideals are hot and your voice is hot. And I love you. Well, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm growing pretty
2: fond of you, too.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Second of all, I wanted to ask, what is preventing Biden from opening our, our Keystone Pipeline? Why doesn't he just let us have cheap gas again?
2: He doesn't want us to have cheap gas. He wants us to be green and poor.
5: I'm tired of being poor. I was born that way.
1: Yeah, I... That's what the gay people say.
5: (laughs) (laughs) For me, I'm bisexual. I, 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 I just, I don't even understand that phrase.
0: Well, doesn't he want people to be poor? I mean, that's what all governments want. They want their people to be impoverished so they'll turn to the state. And they'll demand that the state help them, to look to the government for their next meal or their next paycheck, because government's there to help, right? Like that's what we've been ta- uh, taught in well, all that's the how government they schools. Control. That's how they tame Wait, the population. Do we
5: all have the same government? Because that's not my government.
2: What do you mean? The same government purports to rule over us. Yeah, I mean it's it's not mine either. I don't I don't claim it. I don't want it, but they claim me
0: but that's what they do (laughs) right like they purport to be there to quote unquote help and to take care of people from cradle to grave, and those of us who are actually independent-minded and freedom-minded don't want their help because we know they're evil and they actually hurt peaceful people, and they actually hurt more than they help. But they still have this uh, this pitch that they're making to people constantly about why they why we need them. And I, I if, mean, if they are would m- just
1: leave me alone, that would be okay, right? Why well, wouldn't be okay? I still wouldn't be a fan of it, but I wouldn't be. So resisting of the idea.
2: No doubt. No. I, I always remember the uh, the chancellor from V
0: for Vendetta mm-hmm. saying,
2: I want everyone to, to remember. remember
0: why they need us. It's a great line. And it's still so true. And it always has been and will be. They want to be relevant. They want people to need them, and that's why they want to impoverish people. They want the they want to prime people for a UBI, a universal basic income, another government handout, another the next government welfare program. And uh, and that's, if you removed everything else, the
2: UBI would be better than what we have. But they're not going to remove everything. Basically, else. it doesn't it doesn't reward failure; it rewards existence um it doesn't mm. reward success either it's just uh you know if you exist you get this and you can still earn money and not be punished for it
0: nikki uh, any other thoughts you want to share
5: no thank you so much
0: thanks well, for the thanks kind for words Thanks for calling. yeah appreciate hearing from you let's go to bob listening by the way he's he's got a big smile on his face nikki just so you know nobody's uh, very okay. happy to hear that uh That's bob true. what's on your mind tonight
7: well first of all i'd like to point out that jen saki is telling half truths. that means whole lies. Who In is to, That's her uh, job. She's,
2: up, she's the president's press secretary. Yeah. Oh, well, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah they a, all lie.
7: Excuse. I like that one. Um, yeah, they they are talking. they are con—they're conflating uh, leases with permits. Now, they—they they may have given out nine thousand, whatever it is, acres of leases to the oil industry, but they are not handing out permits to drill.
0: I'm not really read, clear on what this I issue. I
7: read
1: that the government
2: basically somebody asked her in a in a press conference why is the Biden uh, uh, administration getting in the way of people drilling oil in America when we've got a problem with uh, with gas prices, mm-hmm. and she said, "Oh, there are nine thousand unclaimed um, leases available," and you know the first problem That's is. Right nobody's going to invest in drilling for oil when we've got a president who is sworn to destroy the energy industry. Mm. You know, it doesn't make But they make have to sense. have a permit to drill, and they're not handing them out.
0: Mm. So you're saying these people can buy a lease, but they can't do anything with the leased land under the system.
7: That's right. That's where they're missing the point. Mm-hmm. This is where the omission... They have actually violating federal law under Title 31, Section 3802,
0: U.S. Yeah, but they're not going to prosecute themselves for it. Of course not. Yeah.
7: <laughs> I'm not saying they are. <laughs> Equal protection under the law doesn't mean they are going to be prosecuted.
0: No. They will never prosecute themselves. No government administration ever has the incentive to punish their That's own why people. I'm
1: really enjoying watching this Trump mess going on. They're like, oh, Trump is definitely <laughs> going to be indicted. He's going to be charged. Yeah, I'm like, right. no, he's
7: yeah, not. Yeah, he's on the verge of giving it all away and just going to jail. Sure. No, he's yeah, absolutely not.
1: Sure. Their entire <laughs> so game would fall apart scores. if they started arresting or charging previous politicians with stuff they did while yeah. they were in office. ESG
7: scores are big too, because it's called risk management
0: and the banks are taking that very seriously. Unfortunately we're losing yes, your we're losing yes, your call quality, Bob, and it's really hard to understand you there. But I thank you for the call tonight and I appreciate you uh, sharing your thoughts with us. Uh the number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160.
1: Someone recently suggested in light of all this, oh, this is just proof that we need you know greener energy. We need more wind energy and stuff like that. I'm like, look, they have yet to invent a land vessel that will travel by wind. You give me one of those and I'll be all for it. Hmm. But at the moment, the only things that we have are powered by gasoline. So wind and solar aren't
2: really good solutions to that. Well, electric ve- vehicles, to be fair, uh, don't care how the electricity is is generated mm-hmm. um the problem is generating electricity by so-called green means uh for one thing it's not always green uh but for another thing it is a lot more expensive
0: let's go on to uh, anonymous caller you're on the air go ahead uh how you doing you're on the air go ahead hello you Speak. are on the radio you gotta go Move it. What you got to say? And he's gone. Okay. Well, that was the I don't I, I have no words. I think we frightened him. Poor guy. The pressure was on. He couldn't <laughs> he couldn't handle it. He he cracked. Uh, so yeah, government uh, are not going to to eat their own, and you were saying the whole thing would would come crashing down if they did, right? Because you are protected by being the president. You Look, expect- if Hillary
1: wasn't charged for for having running the server out of her home where she yeah. talked about wiping the discs with a cloth, do you really think Trump is going to be no. charged for this nonsense? Because he sent some text messages or. Yeah. He he took some classified documents home. OK, Hillary had an entire classified server. OK, and she wasn't charged. Leave Trump alone. He's not going to be charged. They just some like of making the little, a show.
2: Some of the little people are getting indicted. Apparently, there have been a couple of people indicted for lying to the FBI in mm. order to frame Trump in, uh, in Russiagate. Really? That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. One of the uh, I know one of the people was one of Hillary Clinton's lawyers who went to the FBI and claimed he wasn't representing any particular client um, when he was there. And he was lying. Of course, he was billing Hillary Clinton. Um, So uh, the little people get get indicted. But the uh, the real criminals no, they never get indicted.
0: No, they focus their time on people like Julian Assange, who are actual journalists. The, the few journalists that actually remain are heading to prison or are in prison, basically, at this point. Julian Assange, I, I forgot to mention this earlier, pretty big news, the Supreme Court in the UK has refused to allow Assange's latest appeal against extradition to the United States. He is now 50 years old, by the way. He's been in, uh, basically in a cell for the last decade of his life, if you include the uh, the years that he spent in the Ecuadorian embassy, because he couldn't leave. I mean, that's a cell. Yeah. Uh, his lawyers say they have not ruled out launching a final appeal. So even though this was the Supreme Court of the U.K., apparently they do still have the ability to do one more appeal but according to the uh, bureaucrats there, they said that Ar- Assange's application did not raise, quote, an arguable point of law, unquote. And therefore, the U.S. can extradite him uh, on charges of so called conspiracy to hack U.S. military databases and, I don't know, treasons in there. I don't remember what all the charges are. But he's basically facing 175 years. Behind bars in the United States, if they can get him physically to do For the doing US. journalism. Yeah. For reporting the truth about the United States military and the horrors of war. Truth is treason in an empire of lies. See you tomorrow night freetalklive.com.